We are finding success and we're here to help break the monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back to another episode with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How are you doing, mate? I'm are you alright? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, man. It's <clears> uh, <throat> We're well in December now. Everyone's doing the Christmas shopping. <laughs> we're like wrapping... I sat there wrapping some presents the other day and it's like, what is going on here? Presents? You? Would you just wrap tinfoil? <laughs> no, I don't do <laughs> that until up. like the 23rd. Mate, you got to get very prepared and all that, you know what I mean? Because then I can just like... Chill. If I'm rushing around, smashing it out, then I'm like, I need to do everything else, I need to do this, I need to do that. If I just wrap the presents now and put the dingers on them, put the name tags on them, I can That's put my away and be like, right, I can do whatever I need to do rather than, I'm not, I'm, I don't like Russian, do I? I'm not a Russia. That's a good idea, that. I should, well, I've not actually bought, I, I have bought, no, it's not really mine. It's for my sister, for her fella. So it's not even a gift that I'm giving someone. Not done anything, really. Brian, it's the 10th of December. I don't know what to get anybody. What do you get them? Stuff. Tat. Stuff. Problem is, I hate asking what they want as well. Yeah. That's the worst thing, because you're like, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I'm going to get you that, and now you know what you're getting. You know what you can do, don't you? You can have a lifetime subscription to the Finest It Says podcast. Ooh. Then they'll be like, yeah. That's basically like giving them a winning lottery ticket, Adam. Yeah, that is right. That is right. How was your week, anyway? <coughs> we not spoke about that, yeah. It was cold. Now, to be fair, this week's been not as cold, as it? We had a lot of frost week, didn't we? The other yeah. week, where it's really, really cold a week, mm-hmm. and this one's not been too bad. No, it's no. It's been all right. It's been manageable. Yeah. Um, I've had COVID. Ooh. I thought I'd tell the world, don't give me ooh. Lurkies. How many... P- everybody's had COVID at the minute. Everybody, oh, yeah, I reckon around, yeah. there's very few people on the planet that haven't had COVID. I know one person that hasn't had COVID, and that's it. Two, uh, two people, sorry, two who? people. That's it. Two of my friends. Oh, all oh, right. I thought you were going to say celebrities then. No, no, no. That's it. Just two people. That's nothing. That's nuts. Isn't it? Out of my friendship group. How have they done that? I don't just know. Just immune, naturally immune. Oh, just luck. It's got to be, isn't it? Not very social characters. Yeah, just sitting in the room all day working, obviously. Gamers. Weirdos. Yeah. Not like us. Oh, three then, actually. Uh, my brother. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Never had it, really. I don't think so. No, oh, I would, fuck it up. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, work this week. week. Yeah, work week. Yeah, yeah. It was better than last week. Good. But, uh, you know, I didn't let the COVID get me down too much. Yeah, that's right. Shook it off. You know, I'm actually stronger than COVID, so. Oh, it's now. Yeah, exactly. So that was, yeah. It was good, it was good, it was good. What about yourself? Work week? Yeah, chill, mate, to be fair. I've uh, been looking, doing a lot of research, obviously, because we're, we're slowing down for Christmas now, everyone mm. is, so. We're banging out the research for companies to invest in. Found a few that I quite like. India, at the moment, yep. just hit four trillion oh, market value. Banging, I, th- I think, as a nation, superpowers, future superpowers, just below economically Hong Kong now, aren't they? So, in the uh, rankings, so know. we should see uh, what GDP like. Yeah, okay. Gross, interesting. interesting. So I was also watching a young lad. We should see talk about um, Africa as a continent. Yeah, <clears throat> do you know? All but two countries in Africa could pay off their national debt in less than a year. Really? Whereas people like Britain, in fact, we're one of the worst. We yeah, have yeah, 80%, 84% of our GDP per year, we're in debt. Yeah. So everything we make in a year, over 84% of it. And that's billions and billions. Like, we're an impressive, we do make a bit. We're not yeah. as much as we used to, but we make a bit. And we're up to our nuts and guts in debt. Mm. It's not good. But 
all but two countries in Africa aren't. And they have resources that Europe can only dream of. Well, salt and stuff like that, isn't <clears> it? Out there? So all the, all the, yeah, exactly. All the minerals just, yeah, and irons that we want to well, dig up. Yeah. They have lithium mines yeah. out there as well. Yeah, like, yeah. They've got all the resources they need. They just need to get a little bit. Do you know what two countries they are? What's that? Remember the Africa dingers. No, I didn't, he didn't no. say. No. Be nice to do a research on that because it could be. I'm, could not, I'm not sure what their financial prospects are, as in their stock markets and stuff, but mining wise. Bah, exactly. Now, the thing is, at the minute, a lot of. Like, Russia has a lot of mines out in Africa. Yeah. I think some Australians do as well. America's like, it's, it's not all wholly African. It's African-ized. not African, yeah. Yeah, but African I'm sure over time they'll start to get on top of their stuff. So he also said that in 1977, the total US GDP was X. That's currently what Africa is at, at the minute. Yeah. So. You know, you look at America now, like fifty years later. Yeah, yeah, superpower. Almost at the end of its superpower. It is, yeah. Give Give Africa fifty years. Who knows what they could do if they if they do it well? It could could be could be a, could be the future. Could be the future. But I think you're also right with India. Yeah, that's going to be a superpower, economic superpower. The amount of money they could output to the world is incredible. Right? Yeah, well, I've just seen that Tata, the uh, the Tata. I don't know how you say it. Tata, Tata, Tata. Yeah, they've just. Um, approved to make a new iPhone plant so they're going to be banging out some iPhones out there what, they um, are what as in they build the plant or I think they build the plant and run the production line because Apple outsource everything yeah yeah. so they're just going to be banging out iPhones in front and center out there so that could be like the area that a lot of iPhones come from okay another area that a lot of iPhones yeah, yeah. come from I know Amazon have been desperately trying to break India yeah they have because their population it's like it's the biggest population on the, in the planet one India? of yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they've been desperately trying to get there but just can't break it at the minute I think that's going to be their goal before the end of the century is break India I mean it wouldn't surprise me because it's just such a the economic growth that they have out there the is potential just unreal, is yeah. unmatched and something like there's a quite a few world's richest people yeah, yeah, in Forbes yeah. Yeah, that are coming from, wealthy, from uh, yeah. India now so there's look like at, look at the British Prime Minister he's he's from Indian background yeah. the CEO of Google Indian background Manish like, Pabrai yeah, oh my word, one legendary investors. Yeah. <clears throat> There's some smart people that can do some real good. Yeah, yeah. The they're all coming from there. They're all coming from there. There's there's something going on. There's something in the food, man. Yeah, there is. Well, on that case, <clears throat> what are we going to talk about today? Uh, going to India? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't want to talk about not, not quite. But I want to talk about, we spoke about it last week. We spoke about two things or three things last week. We spoke about good old Charlie, bless him. Yeah. We also spoke about one of your mates having a bit of a, a future for his child. Yes, that is right. So we spoke about like setting up a little ISA or stock and shares ISA or putting some savings away for your kid in the future. And that's a great thing to do because when they turn 18, they've got all this money to work with. The thing is, and I've noticed this recently, some families go into real depth in teaching their kid or kids the reasoning behind money, the way money works and the way money buys us products a lot of people just don't understand that or teach that to their kids either right i mean you go to you give your kid a fiver that you've earned they run to the shop they see a price of 4.99 they pick it up it's done it's they've just got a treat for 4.99 if they have to earn that five pounds they're going to have a completely different prospect on money because they've had to work to earn five pounds uh kids out at judo 
He makes them do chores around the house, and they get a certain amount of money for each chore they do. The higher value chore, the more money they get. The lower value chore, the less money they get. It could be cleaning out the gutter. If it's a hard thing and it costs them a lot of of time, but it's a very simple task, they're going to earn a little money for it. If they have to write an Excel spreadsheet for their dad on shopping for the next week, it's a high value task because it saves them a lot of money because they're shopping around different prices. They're going to earn more money from it. So the way he does that is really, really smart. He teaches them early does actually, on. Does he get them to do that? Yeah, yeah. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Do spreadsheets? Yeah, like cleaning, like cleaning wise, cleaning floors, no, really, no. really, really like a low Monday, value task. Yeah, yeah, it's just labouring work, yeah. But stuff like, I don't know, um, name a high value task that you do in your house every day. <clears throat> Not washing, but something else. I don't know. I say cleaning is quite a high value to me. But uh... cooking, cooking dinner. Okay, yeah. Say so nice. if you're a decent chef, yep. you, are, you can earn decent money. Mm. So the higher the value of the food that they cook, the more money they're going to earn. So the value of the food is already there. The value's in the, the oven, the fridge, or whatever. They can take a pick and say, all right, today, Dad, I'm going to cook you spaghetti bolognese. So it's, it's a, it depends how good it is. It's a good dish. It's all right. It's worth a bit of money. If they cook me bloody ravioli or caviar or something, banging. Like, it's going to pay more money for it because it costs <laughs> more money. Did you put ravioli and caviar in no, the No, you know what I mean. <laughs> just saying. Just, just give them some instance over it. But... <laughs> But all I'm saying is the high value they do, the high value tasks that they do, the more money they earn for it. I think it's a great way to teach your kids because we all know that jobs pay differently. A cleaner mm. of a store pays mm-hmm. really relatively low. Like a, a retail job pays relatively. It depends on what retail job you're doing, where you are, but it's relatively oh, right, yeah. mundane. Yeah, if pay. you're like a banker, yep. you're going to get a bit more money. If you're like a CEO of a company because you've spent a long time getting there, you're going to earn more money. If you're a lawyer, you're going to earn more money. If you're so on and so forth. If you're an entrepreneur, you start your own business, you're going to earn more money. So these little things, these little wins that you can teach your kid, that the value of high value tasks that they do will earn them more money is uh, an amazing thing. Like, I think it's quite a good little thing that they could do. <clears throat> yeah, nice. That's In my opinion. I think it's great. Yeah, that is... I th- I, yeah, I don't know how else you'd put value on top of roles in the in the world. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've not really done it. I've not got kids myself, so I don't really know how to do it. But I do know a lad that I work with in the 9 to 5 has kids. Mm. And we were talking about him. <clears throat> he says they're obsessed with money, like cash. They just want to okay. see it. Like they'll s- <laughs> he, he just had some pocket change from like, some shrapnel from the pub or something like that. He put it down on a table, on his bedside table, went downstairs. Anyway, the next night he went up. It wasn't there. He was like, oh, well, my money's gone. So he spoke to the wife. Are you taking that? He was only like five quid in pound coins or whatever. you taking that money. She was like, no, no, no. He was like, oh, one of the boys got it. <laughs> He goes up to his lads and uh, asks him, anyone taking that money from my bedside table? And one of the little lads goes, yeah, I did that. It's like, that's theft. You better give it back to me right now. Oh, I can't. I put it in my... He put it in his money jar already, like, and you have to break it to get it open and stuff like that. So he, uh, he made him do chores because he'd stolen five pounds or whatever it was. He made him do chores to the value of five pounds. So I thought yeah. that was fantastic, you know. And the kid's like desperate to save money. You know, I was like, that's amazing. <clears throat> he's obviously... He's done something quite well there to bring up his children. And then uh, a couple of days later, we have another conversation about his lads. It was about it was very recently actually. They were, he was asking uh, he was asking what they wanted for Christmas or what they want Santa Claus to bring him. He's like, "John, Dad, I just want cash." And I'm like, "Wow, like they just want to save more cash. That's incredible. Like as a kid, you know, you can have a PlayStation, you can have a whatever it is on TV that are selling these days for kids. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what's going on? That's incredible for a for a young lad just going. I want money. How old are the kids? Just <clears throat> I think one's. Roughly. Nine one six or They're nice, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so really young, but to have that like grasp of money is, I think, I think that's very a, good. Yeah, a bit advanced. Yeah. I don't think I was anywhere near aware of money at that point. No. 
<clears throat> or if you had a pound, you'd go get 100 penny sweets. You know, yeah. like, that's all we did. Like, a pound wasn't most we ever got. Anyway, so I'm asking him, oh, what, why do they want cash? Like, they just want to put it in their piggy bank and just leave it? What's the crack with it? I don't know. They want to go and spend it. <laughs> they enjoy <laughs> going to Tesco's, getting whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. And just giving the person money and then they get to walk out. They like the transaction. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, that's a different kettle of fish. That yeah. kid is not. I thought he was on the road to like being a very wealthy man, like very smart with money. But actually, he's just enjoying the, the transaction with the cashier, you know, yeah. and give the money over or put it into a machine. And then he can walk out with this thing. Doesn't matter if it's shampoo or whatever. Yeah, you know, but it's something that you can walk out with. Yeah, and he feels like I've bought it; it's mine. And I was like, ah, there's an issue. I mean, that's not terrible with him because you're still teaching them that exchange in money for a product. Fair. So, like, as we did, and I, and we still do, we pay for tutoring or for education, and like, are people all over all over the world still do that? I mean, look at university students they do that yes. just at a higher end or yes, you know yes. a, a mean price they still do that they're still paying for education so we're, they're paying for a product so it's not too bad but there's a there's a, a line that you could do isn't okay you've bought that product what is that product going to do for you sweets are going to make you hyper it's pretty pointless tastes good but for a short period of time because it's over with if you bought a bike, you could do a paper round. So you could earn more money if you invested in a bike. So that's a pretty nice. good idea. Yeah, that's great if you can get that into it. If you can show that's yeah. the route, I think that's really, really good. Exactly. If you could show them what you buy can work for you, as in a share. Yeah. What you buy can make you more money in the yeah, long yeah, run. Yeah. Now, this is what the important step is because then we can figure out, okay, Son, what are you going to buy? Okay, well, Dad, actually, I really like some sweets, but I'm going to go and buy a bike, do a paper round, earn myself £14. I can get more money. I can go and buy a bike for someone else. Then I can pay him to go and do a paper round at £10. I'll make £14 off him, which means I'll make £4. I give him 10 Romeo done. If you can teach a kid that at that age, even just like <clears throat> at that basic level of scalability, just saying, oh, if you just put off buying sweeties and get a bike to do paper round, yeah, just... Teaching them that and showing them, oh, well, now you can buy more sweeties almost, like using that yeah. as a leverage. Because now you've got paper and you can do more papers, you can earn more money, etc. Like, I feel like that's a great lesson to teach kids. But yeah, you're still using sweeties as a mo- motivation, is that exactly, what? so maybe yeah. it's not the right one. But it's the right path. Yeah. It's showing them that everything is scalable and you, you can just keep growing from that point. I have a quick, like, a quick one to a step-by-step guide. What would you do? Or how would you go about teaching your kids about money? What's the first step that you'd do? Obviously, we spoke about paying into an ISA. That's just something that we would do anyway. That's like a generational thing that we're going to continue to do, and we always will do. But how would you teach your kids the meaning of money? To begin with, it would be, it's not maybe not the right way of thinking about it now, but it would be doing chores for money, yeah. which I know is very in the, what Andrew Tate would call the matrix mindset of, you go to school, you get a job, and like you give your time for money. Yeah. Which is not necessarily what we want to do, but it gives them the initial ideas of you do something, you get a return. Yeah. Um, and from there, I try and grow from there and, and just yeah keep building off that, I think. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know how exactly I would do that just yet. Yeah. Not sure. What about yourself? Yeah, very similar. I mean, I think like you're right in saying that the initial bit, because they're still so young, to try and show them that you can do more to earn money than just the day-to-day chore is obviously quite hard but at a young age the concept of money is 
quite hard but if yeah. you make it simple by doing chores it becomes easier to understand how money yeah. works for them you get and this how, for that exactly yeah. so it's really simple to do the thing is also with our generation or with their generation the younger generation they do have a hell of a lot of time in front of the internet yeah so all you see i mean greg secker the uh. nearly said it the guy that posts so many adverts on videos is all you see is i've made 30 grand by doing a run oh it's unbelievable so when the kid sees that yeah. it changes their kid's mindset well, well I don't need to go and clean the floors because I can do what Greg Sucker does and go for a run and make 30 grand so they kind of get stuck in this phase of well I don't actually need to work to make money but the actual fact is you have to work to make money Absolutely. no matter what you do you have to put Absolutely. in some sort of effort to get a return whether you <coughs> want to be an online forex trader an investor or whatever you still have to put a, a significant amount of work in to make a return on whatever you want to do so for me granted absolutely standard tasks respect is a big thing I think respect yes. should be paid in itself but also reading I think reading yeah. a book earns money absolutely in my opinion the more books you read the more educated you become become so I think even reading a book should earn a certain amount of money because yeah, they're going to learn what it is absolutely. they read a 700 page book in the intelligent investor by Ben Graham banging here's your money mate you've just earned 10 quid because that book in lifetime return is going to be yeah. incredible um, and then working that into the future I would have you seen Jocko Willink's got kids books yes he has yeah like, that's something you put on when you because yeah. that's about being a warrior it's not even just financial back mindset being in control and I think that's incredible so I'd push them towards sports a little bit yes because I think having that competitive nature well me and you grew up in sports right absolutely and so. I think I think it's vital yeah and I just having the competitive nature wanting to be better wanting like Great. if you look at <clears throat> Tony Robbins um, Microsoft Warren Buffett all these people they were almost I know nowadays they're philanthropists and they give back and they're like got a very balanced life and it's fantastic Mark Zuckerberg Elon Musk all these people Jeff Bezos but at one point they were obsessed yeah. and they were so driven and dedicated to getting to where they wanted to be that that's why it worked. Yeah. So I think, and I think that comes from maybe not sports from a couple of those guys, but it's easier to build that or take that from sports yeah. than it is to just develop on your own. You know. Uh, again, there's a saying that's really, really commonly thrown around that compar comparison is the theft of joy. No. Comparison is not the theft that's, of joy. Comparison is the reason to work harder. Yeah. What a way to destroy a generation. Simple. Uh, it's so common. Yeah. It says it everywhere. Mums and dads are teaching <clears throat> their kids about it. No, we never got taught and that. They'll get into the real world and they'll just fail completely. They'll, they'll just be misery and depressed and they'll be really bad human beings because say they're going to sales, they're going to car sales, right? There's five car salesmen at this uh, dealership. <clears throat> One's really, really good. Just happens to be naturally good salesman. He's got the gift of the gab, you know? The other four are very average, right? All working on commission. Yeah. Good car salesman, man. Let's call him Peter. He's earning absolute cash. He's doing really well. Other four are like, that's unfair. He's getting paid more than us. So he's selling more cars. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still here every day. And you know, they're going to get upset. They're, they're going to have that mindset built in from a childhood saying everyone must be the same. Mm. Everyone must get equal share. It's not the case. Exactly. The real world doesn't happen like that. Yeah. We're not in a communism like state. Yeah. Let's just get real. Yeah. World's tough. Teach them early. Yeah. Tell them they lose. Who's it? Oh, did you see Van Persie talking to his... Um, nah. I think it was Van Persie. Someone was an ex-professional footballer from like our childhood was talking to his kid, and his kid was saying how he played football and he didn't play very well. He was like, "Oh, because of this and because of that, the coach didn't really help me here, and this person didn't pass it to me here." 
and he just says to his son, you sound like a loser. <laughs> it's like, whoa, like, you don't hear people talk to their kids like that, but you sound like you're talking like a loser. Every, it's everything that's someone else's fault. Everything's this person's fault. There's nothing, nothing you've done is why you perform badly. Yeah. And you just see the son's like, oh, is it, is it, it's like heart has just dropped because yeah. his dad's just gotten into him, just gotten to the point. Not, it wasn't in, in an aggressive way. It wasn't really bad. It was actually really well, really well uh, projected. Project, yeah, give it, like spoken to him about it. It was very calm, comfortable, just, you're talking like a loser. Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. That's, that's not how we do it here. And he got into him. And I think we need more of that. Like, don't just say, "Well, you, did you try your hardest?" And they just go, "Yeah." No, they like they don't no, know what well, their hardest is. Yeah, yeah, like tell you know I me, mean? don't let them get away with that. Actually, keep them in line. Yeah. Smack them. No, don't smack them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, but tough it's love. A, yeah, it's a respect thing, right? Yes, it's a respect thing. You're you, for instance, Van Persie worked just as hard as anyone to be where he was right the reason that footballers stand out from the crowd is like the Beckhams have you watched the Beckham documentary yeah how awesome yeah. 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 nostalgia like, the reason that he stood higher than everyone else is because he worked harder than everyone else yeah. for instance his best mate played against him and they're still best mates today but he was better than his best mate because he outplayed him he outworked him he had more driven he was more driven he had more dedication to where he wanted to be and where he wanted to go. Simple fact is he outworked him. Absolutely. So outwork your competitors. Yeah. Simple, right? Try and get away. Chase that medal, even though they're not giving them out, even though they're giving them to everyone, try and get that number one medal. Like, yeah. Teach them to want to be the best. And it, it, I have seen kids that get uber competitive then everything suddenly a competition, but I don't think that's a bad trait. There's much worse traits out yeah, there. Absolutely. You know? You can teach the being humble and stuff as well in, into it and not to brag, not to be an ass, but the foundations is be competitive, try and be the best site. Got to get it done. Get it done. Anything else to add? No. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links are down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and share this podcast. Let this podcast get out of there so we can help the world. Don't forget, great little tips for your kids, friends, family, whoever, just teach them about money. Show them the prospects. Easy, anyone can do it. Change your life. Have a good weekend, guys. Take care. See you next time. And suck me off. Oh, my God.